This is Will. This is Dave. This is Joanna. This is Duncan. I'm Yanni. This is Caitlin. And this is Will again. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to iPodcast Magic Missile, where we play games and talk geek. Broadcasting every week from the New River Valley in the beautiful mountains of Southwest Virginia, we bring you audio from some of the most exciting games, new and old. No actual wizard spells here, just actual play from great games. This is iPodcast Magic Missile. Doctor Who. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Um, Doctor what? So, so it's, Steve Moffat. Yeah, it's and like since. my my desire to like remove parts of his body. So the writing one parts? by one until. <laughs> Let's start with the writing parts. Yeah, let's start with the writing parts. Yeah, you only need to remove all his fingers and maybe his voice box. Yeah. Removal of body parts will continue until yeah. writing improves. <laughs> Frontoorbital cortex, whatever that part of the... You know, like, I've, I've been out of psych for such a short period of time and I have no idea what parts of what go with what anymore. Um, so you were saying that the, the, the yeah. writing has just gone downhill since... Just, it just feels like it's gone downhill. And suddenly, like, Stephen Moffat has leaked into the Doctor... So, like, we've had a, a character who, like, historically, like, since the beginning of Doctor Who was pretty, considering, because he was an alien, right, in terms of, like, human concepts relatively highly progressive, you could say that that doesn't really apply, because it's an alien who doesn't give a shit, well, much of a shit about human culture, or I guess really more, which is they just isn't familiar. It's more like he doesn't care about individual humans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, except for a few. Except for a few. He, like, Doctor doesn't care to... about human people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, but since Moffat came over, Moffat's Moffatiness has leaked into the Doctoriness, and so now, you know, the Doctor will suddenly say something like really sexist. And you're like, the fuck was that? Where did that come from? And like, like it, it sounds like a little thing, but we went from having like the female characters, like the companions, all have titles. Yeah. Kind of. So like you had Martha Jones as the woman who walked the earth, Donna Noble, the most important woman. Now you have the girl that waited and the impossible girl, and just kind of like you can. Yeah. It's little things that like. Like I've stopped after the David Tennant episodes. We haven't picked up the new ones. Um, yeah, that's really where you start noticing the. And it's not Matt yeah. Smith. Matt Smith is delightful. Well, yeah, I'm sure he is. A lot of people have tried to sell me on Matt Smith, and I'm fine with that. I'm still in that grieving period because I know David Tennant's going away, and I just want to live in the last vestiges of him. Yeah. Um, he's adorable. He's so adorable. And yet I've heard these sorts of things where particularly the companions just aren't yeah. awesome. And that just makes me sad. Tell them about those four episodes I watched. Yeah, so Will was introduced to Doctor Who on four episodes, which was in the Matt Smith Doctor run with uh, Amy and Rory. And in those four episodes, in a row, you had four episodes where the companions had a death scene. Like, and they ended up, like, magically being okay at the end. But after the first time, after the first episode, like, okay, there's emotional impact the second time. Second one, you're like, hey, this happened last episode. Third time, you're like, Wait, and fourth time it's like, oh, oh, you're gonna, you're crying, and you've had so much happen, happy life together, and it's such a hard struggle, and you're going to die, and oh wait, no, it's Doctor Who, and you're gonna be magically saved. But it'd be one thing if it was like different people having death scenes. It's the same companion. I, f- I feel like that might be sort of a nod towards the old Doctor Who's, because the old Doctor Who's were four to six part episodes. Yes. And- Every episode except for the last one would end with somebody about to die. 
You like That's you'd fine. see a guy raising a gun and about to shoot the doctor and go, and the, the doctor who thinks song would come up, or yeah, like the companions about to die. Because or, you would understand those cliffhangers. It's set up in a way That's where, a you, cliffhanger. where you yes. know. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. This was like they would have a long, like incredibly melodramatic, drawn out thing where, like you know, like people like pour out their souls to each other, and they just didn't fucking. And die. then like it, it, they're it, it, magically it, it, saved, but like not any standard Doctor Who way, like. You're used to, like, there being, like, you know, hand-weavy sci-fi magic, right? They just tended to not die, but it's just generally like, how that worked. It's weird, like, that it's such a deus ex machina thing that it was bothersome to me in the context of Doctor Who. That's wow. bad. If you're gonna joss, you gotta That's, joss. You have yeah. to have to kill the character. You have to have... There was... It got to the point where there was just literally zero fucking stakes for Amy being like, Oh, I'm dying in some horrible dramatic way! And I'm like, yeah, sure you are, Amy. Uh-huh. There was an episode where one of them died, and I thought to myself, "Good." <laughs> <laughs> that was the, the that exact was the amount of emotional void, level. Like so, the void. Yeah, I thought to myself, "Oh," with pleasant surprise, I'm glad one of them's dead now. <laughs> Two <laughs> episodes later, oh, he's back. Okay. So, so I mean, like, like I said, I have I have some friends who are. Don't tell me huge. that. That's terrible. <laughs> you saw the other future episodes with me. I thought they were beforehand. <laughs> it is time travel. Maybe they were. Yeah. 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 We'll go with that one. Oh, and I hate what I hate what he did to River Song. River Song was going to be an interesting like female. She could have been a really interesting character. Well, don't don't spoil it, please, because I I'm less than fifteen hours from being caught up on Pertwee. Okay. And unless they find all of one or two, <laughs> I'm going to start on the new Doctors. In about Didn't fifteen they just hours. Find, well, then like, a whole bunch, but I, it they doesn't. Found the rest of them. There's like no. hundred. Really? There's hundred and six missing episodes. They found they, hundred and six missing episodes. No, they found hundred episodes supposedly, oh. but the BBC hasn't actually confirmed. They confirmed that they found at least eight episodes, and oh. that's all they've confirmed. Hmm. Hmm. So, Wait, so are you not going to watch it unless it's complete? Complete. Um. I might go back and and work through it after I've watched all the new stuff. Yeah, okay. You just don't want to walk, walk, like you want leave holes. If you if there's other stuff you can consume in the meantime yeah. that's unrelated to that, you go back when it's done or yeah. when you're sure they're never going to find the rest of it. Yeah. Right? So I, mean, I was saying, I, I know some people that are. I mean, Doctor Who got huge. There's some people that are huge fans. I mean, some of you I'm a huge fan. Well, the, the series as a whole obviously stands as this amazing sci-fi epic, right? Yeah, we mm-hmm. get the Sonic Screwdriver right here. I'm, I'm, I'm going as Jack Harkness for Halloween. Yeah. So. yeah, but but this Moffat, like like the only thing I know about him is is the him like poo pooing the idea of a female Doctor, which works pissed me off. Oh yeah, that that was a big thing. It would be one thing if he was like the Doctor's, you know, very this is what his personality is and stuff like that, you know. But it would, instead he drew it a comparison to a man playing the Queen, which is different because the Queen does not belong to a race that is known to cycle through. Uh, multiple bodies and, and is capable of like changing race and gender as we've seen in Doctor Who. So mm. he's changed as gender. Um, he there, no, he hasn't. But we know that uh, oh, okay. there are Galfrains who can. Um, okay. There or have been some did. in the old did, series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that might just be a thing that happens. Yeah, in the old series. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that's the thing. Is just like, and the, yeah, the argument you like. <clears throat> this was the thing that I, I, when it was going around, like my take on it was look. It is possible that you can make the argument that there are a lot of 
straight female fans yeah. of Doctor Who, and they enjoy seeing a handsome, you know, charismatic, strong, confident man in that position, and it's, it's audience appeal, and that's fine. Mm. However, the companions are also an avenue for audience mm-hmm. appeal, and they went and picked an old, you know, dumpy, they, fuzzy guy for the next for the last doctor. They could have brought back Jack. Jack could have been that out. Yeah, Jack is the only companion of yeah. the new series who has been not asked to come for the anniversary, and like there's been no explanation given why to him or to the other actors. Apparently, yeah. So I mean, like, which you know, everyone knows. I gotta why, say, but... as far as the old Doctor goes, I liked a lot of the companions better than the actual Doctor. Yeah, yeah. I think you're supposed to relate. But you're to supposed them more. to relate to them. Yeah, because they're the human. They're the normal person. Well, the Doctor now in the new series, the, the Doctor. Yeah. yeah. The Doctor actually is, in some ways, the Doctor is sort of a magical girl. I think yeah, it's really what it is, yeah. right? Yeah. It fulfills that same role that you oh, think yeah. of in the in the Japanese fiction, right? Um, is that they're the one with the weird powers that they don't you don't quite understand how they work. Well, also, they you have to remember that the Doctor is someone who's like you know hundred years old and belongs to a different species. Like you're not going to always you shouldn't be able to relate to him too closely. No. He should be relatable enough that you're interested in what he goes through, but still alien because that's what he mm-hmm. fucking is. Yeah, you should you should like you you want to be able to like him and sometimes be a little frustrated with him. Yeah. Um, I think if he was just Which a real Which the original series was really good with. If he was just a real jerk all the time like or unlikable, it would be different. Yeah. But even there's even a, there's even a certain type of unlikable character. The unlikable character, who's sort of snarky and always right, is still better than. There's there's degrees of I don't know. Oh, have any of you seen Babylon Five? Yeah. Sherlock, exactly uh, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, that's that's the perfect. Uh, well, Moffat also writes Sherlock. There you go. Yeah. Really? You know Bester, yeah. right? Huh. The head of the psych corps. No, how do you Bester. describe how awesome he is? Like he is he's a bad guy. He's a jerk. Um, he's mean, but he's like one of the best characters mm-hmm. on the show. Yeah. Um, I'm making Patrick is finally giving in to watching Babylon Five. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, just wait until Bester shows up. Oh, or, I'm like counting down the episodes until he shows <laughs> up. And I'm like, uh, El and I are watching it while we paint, mm-hmm. and I we just got to the first side, the Mind War, the first one where Bester shows up. I was like, oh yeah, Bester is great. And then it's just like, but he's an asshole. And like. I couldn't explain, yeah. like, why he's so awesome. Because he's the best asshole. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of. our asshole. That came he's, out. He's wrong. the asshole we deserve. He's our visual shared. Because great learn. villains are a necessary thing for great heroes to yes. overcome. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If your villain, villain isn't compelling, that yeah. yeah. And of course, he doesn't feel see himself as a villain. No. Yeah. Exactly. Good villains. Don't. Good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> No one does evil just for the evils. Oh, people totally uh, do. I kind of like this Darth one. Sidious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but then like, again, he was written by... I don't understand who this Darth Sidious person is. <laughs> I refuse to acknowledge the existence of... Oh, maybe I should say the Emperor. <laughs> there you go. I feel like people's comprehension of evil has to go through these two stages. There's the first, like, insight evil where you learn, of, where you learn empathy in that... A lot of people who you think of as evil don't think of themselves as evil and think they're doing the right thing. And then there's that additional layer that you realize that some people are just fucking psychopaths and mm-hmm. terrible. And you have to have some villains who are like that. Yeah, but those psychopath villains tend, They're not as they interesting tend, on their own merits. What about I think the, like the Joker? He so so I was about to get to that. He's a combination. The, the Joker is a combination because he's also... 
sort of really likable most of the time, or at least he's 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 really entertaining. He's affably sure. evil most of the he's entertaining. Certainly, but he's certainly not misguided. But no, the, <laughs> the Joker. No, the Joker. The Joker is there's the serial there's the nutty there's the serial killer there's the maniac there's the the one who just wants to see everything burn right. Mm. But that's a loner character. They're not good at running organizations. Yeah, you can't have you know. He's extremely charismatic. He's got. You can have a cult of followers, and those people often do. And but and you don't have this sort of organization like a Hitler. He want one. I have been kicking myself not getting this beautiful comic, which details uh, the vast empire that Joker has of crazy fucking followers. That well, they're, they're basically what? like that exists, and you haven't been getting it. I, well, it, it's a one issue. It, it was one issue in. Joker owns the Mar- the uh, DC universe and kicks everyone shit in month. Yeah. It's like well, it's like it's like mm-hmm. if you if, if the Joker just appeared in the world, there's an army of evil juggalos just waiting to follow him. <laughs> <laughs> Not all the juggalos. Most juggalos are good. Evil. They're they're just but there are some evil juggalos. I would look out for juggalos. I would look out for B. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. B would be all over. B that would be shit. all over that yeah. shit. That's true. Four chan like random on four oh. chan. Yeah, yeah okay. B is yeah B is the bottom of the internet. Uh, <laughs> That's what B stands for. <laughs> bottom. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, well, one of the things I like about Joker though is that there's such a variation in who he is. Like, it's almost like he doesn't have a constant identity. And obviously, part of that is just because he's written by yeah. different people. It's been a long time. But also, just a but, lot of <coughs> new writers have actually incorporated that into him as he, like legitimately part of who he is. Like just he gets bored with being this kind of crazy. I think he's gonna be this kind of crazy. Yeah. He's the only character I know of <laughs> who can actually survive having their backstory like in the fifties and sixties brought back to the fore today <laughs> and have it make sense. He can be the guy who painted over his mustache with a white face paint. Yeah. He's he the can Joker. Be Cesar Romero and it still works. He can be Heath Ledger. Yeah. Like, it's fine. I love in Arkham it's Asylum. All of them. Like Arkham Asylum, you have all these like he's doing these terrible, horrendous things, but also, also he's like setting off. He's like putting up fake bombs, and the bomb squad goes, and it's full of kittens and marzipan. Like, you know, like and that like completely is in line with his character. You know, so I feel like he's kind of one of those special anomalies. He's a skitter box of evil. You never yeah. know what's going to come out. <laughs> but the best part you of You keep pulling that lever. You gotta keep putting those bombs. <laughs> I think the best quality that he has, though, is he's aware that he's in an internal dance. He's one of the very few characters that is a, almost aware that he's in a comic. He might be the sanest person in that entire world. Yeah. Because uh-huh. He knows the, uh, that he is always going to fight a, Batman. A uh, and house on a... Serious house on serious, serious earth. earth. They talk about that and that, and his mental condition and whether or not he's the sane person. Mm-hmm. God, how do we get from Doctor Who to this? We're talking about villains. We're talking about, about Doctor Who's personality. Doctor Who's personality. Yeah. We're about we the talked doctor. about great we're villains and then we went doctor. to the greatest villain. Yeah. But we were talking about the Doctor originally. We're talking about his personality, weren't we? We were. And how. Yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah. Well, I think he's more orange and blue. Yeah, he's a very likable asshole. He's like orange and blue rather than like good or evil, though. But I feel like his his morality does end up boiling down to Mm. ours. It's not like it's not like R'hllor and uh, the other, which are I would say orange and blue. He's a little bit of the. (laughs) This is actually one of my favorite things. There's you 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 aren't familiar with Into the Woods. Into the Woods, has anyone seen the Sondheim yeah. Yeah. Okay. musical? Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, who who here isn't familiar with sister. it? Okay. There's there's the witch. I love the witch. Yeah. The witch is my favorite character in that whole musical. But the witch is the is the only sane one. <laughs> sort of. She still wants things and gets herself into trouble. But um, she at one point she berates the other ones, and I'm trying to remember how it is because the turn of phrase is really good. But she says something like. You're so nice. You're just nice. You're not bad. You're not good. You're just nice. You know, I'm not good. I'm not nice. You know, something or other. I'm the witch. I'm just right. And that's the. Uh, and that's the. I think that's the. That's the doctor. The doctor wants to do good, but he will not suffer anyone else. Does that make? I mean, that's because well, he has to reading. actually make the choices, like yeah. commit genocide to save the universe. But he knows. Yeah. <laughs> but he knows in his head that he's going to make this decision that no one else is going to like it. But you're going to deal with it because I'm the doctor and I get to do this. You know. Yeah. Also, he just like, I mean, like he, he's just you know has centuries of experience, yeah. and you're just like a moron. <laughs> <laughs> you're a baby. Yeah. Yeah. I don't explain myself to a really child. Which makes it really weird for me when like he like like I feel like there's a difference between like you know like we can talk about. You know, you have someone who's like seventy, and sometimes someone who's thirty. People will get in a relationship with each other like that sometimes, and like you know that can be complicated. But like when someone's like a thousand one hundred and they're flirting with like a twenty year old, I feel like that's really different. I feel yeah. like that's like Whoa. being a god like and Islander. being like. Well, the gods fucked everybody. Can we talk about how Doctor Who is sci-fi Jesus? Just, just for a moment. <laughs> okay. And how sci-fi created a superior Jesus. The doctor. Go ahead. Right, you were going to... I was going to interject about the... the, the po- I saw someone found, theoretically, at least I haven't... I, haven't, I don't know for sure, uh, proof that the Romans created Jesus. Like... They they basically explained I how they did it. I saw that, and that's every like, once in a while somebody comes up with some out of silly metal and yeah. scraps and <laughs> no, <laughs> out of propaganda, no, 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 no. <laughs> and paper, um, and and other older myths no. to pacify violent. Uh, it, it, it's, violent. it's not it's not true though because there's 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 so. <laughs> the problem with that time period uh, is that the Romans didn't necessarily make a distinction in their histories between fact and truth. For example, history is of that almost exact time, and in this case, uh, a couple of hundred years later with Suetonius, he's talking about how Caesar crossed the Rubicon, and in order to get him to make that decision, a uh, mysterical... Mysterical? He's a mysterical thing. You know, a mysterical guy comes out with like a pan flute or some garbage like that. And he's like, do, 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 do. and oh, this, this, is, this is yeah. <laughs> this is Suetonius. This, this is a guy who we get a lot of our Roman history from, and he's making up crap about magical people uh, making yeah. decisions for guys. And so I just, I'm an historian. I hate the way history is is shown as something that is either true or it's not, and. You, you just gotta use that information. It's lost. There's, yeah. you, there's, there's enough. There, you can, there's enough you can say that there's yeah. Well, there's, exactly. But you know what? The thing is, Yanni, you have found that there is evidence to support a claim, and that is the most you can say about history. But, but I was trying to point out that I didn't know the veracity of this. I had just seen. This I've article. actually. I've. Uh, I've. Uh, you saw heard, the article as well. I didn't see the article, but I've seen articles very similar to it. And there, there's. Know. 
my 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 here. So here's 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 as here's somebody who has somebody who has studied the history both from within and out Judaism and also from within and out Christianity. Not within Christianity, but like reading from that perspective, the Gospels, the the letters may actually date to earlier than some of the Gospels, which is interesting. Yeah. So the theology was actually already in place before the story was. Strokes beard. <laughs> You're a beard. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Stroke stroke phantom beard. <laughs> he stroked a beard before he had it. Um, okay, when so, he strokes her beard, <laughs> <laughs> But regardless, the gospels were the gospels were written, you know, anywhere from the mid first to the to the the, the late second century. Yeah. But over a period of time, clearly there's a progression, and there's a there's a core document, the Q document, which is you can see if you read the gospels, it's pretty obvious that they were drawn from 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 some sort of ma- common manuscript. Whether that was Mark or Matthew or whether that was a Q, it doesn't really matter. But mm-hmm. the point is that enough of the early Gospels are steeped in the mystical Jewish traditions of the time mm-hmm. that the Romans would not have understood or not have understood well. That it doesn't follow to me that this was a Roman invention. If it was a Roman invention, there would be a lot less Judaism in it and there would be a lot more Romanism in it, I think. So yeah. I find it really difficult to buy that. I don't necessarily find it difficult to buy that you know a vast majority of the stuff in those books is, are exaggerations. Yeah, it's clear they don't believe in any of the miracles. And I also find it really easy to believe that you know, like I mean, Jesus not very not a particularly uncommon name. Like, right, it's just equivalent to Joshua, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I you know, you're going to have multiple Jesuses. I mean, it's not well, you're going to have multiple Yeshua. Mo- yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, uh, multiple uh, people under that name, and multiple people under. Other people's names whose information we get assimilated under our understanding. Like, like, tell them about Paul Revere, Will. Okay, there are two <laughs> Paul Revere's. They were both alive at the same time. They were simultaneously two Paul Revere's. And people just seem to forget that and attribute everything to the uh, lighthouse Paul Revere. Mm-hmm. But there was another guy. He was a printer. He was also an artist. And he gets just stapled on to writing Paul Revere. Silversmith, right? Yeah, he was a silversmith. Oh, the silversmith Paul Revere was not the same as the uh, no. the, the ride of Paul Revere. Two Revere. different people. That's awesome. I did not well, know that. It's yeah. not attributing the lighthouse Paul Revere as having silversmithing skills. It's attributing the silversmith Paul Revere as having lighthouse. <laughs> but they just skills. get combined, and so people yeah. are like, "Wow, Paul Revere was such a great guy. It's, it's like he could do all these things. <laughs> it's like he so much evil." <laughs> Exactly. If we can't get that right from the 18th century, what the fuck are we going to do? Reconstructing the historical Jesus is nearly impossible. Oh, yeah. No, but but we we do know. I just like to think that now with with, cyber Jesus. We definitely definitely know that that the the, the a historical Jesus would have been been connected to the Essenes, would have been, Mm -hmm. you know, part of the the crazy messianic movement that was taking place. There were messiahs all over the damn place in in Israel at that point, or in. in, Palestine, I guess, because it's the, the, the Roman uh, colony. Um, that sort of thing, you know. Um, but, you know, there's stuff in there that was made of whole cloth. Like, no one went around killing babies. That just didn't happen. <laughs> it would have made the history books. Yeah. It made the, one history uh, Which is <laughs> why the doctor is superior. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, so what is this, so, so what is this doctor who theory of Jesus? We might have to cut oh, the well, whole I mean, like, previous like, part. Like, <laughs> no, like, no, wait, I feel like people have talked. I'm sure people have talked about this before. Like I feel like I've I've heard people mention it before. Like how you know, like you have like this, you know, uh, 
uh, beneficent is that a word? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a word. Okay, yeah. just like for a second. That's the right word, even. It's uh, true. You did good. You know, incredibly powerful entity who uh, has empathy for mankind, uh, not just uh, in spite of its faults, attempts to elevate it in some way, especially in the new Doctor Who. Um, by living has among faith them. in it by living lives among walks among us <laughs> saves the universe saves the world dies to save us over and over and over resurrected you know so what you're actually saying is he's uh, Vishnu yeah except except <laughs> yeah. I like just to think and of him as it first. <laughs> yeah over but, and over and over and over and over I feel like like the, the personality attributes that people ascribe that like have been ascribed especially in the new Doctor Who stuff like that like you know like this kind of I have this heavy cross to bear no one can understand me yeah. because you know you know like and I gather these disciples around me yeah I have me I have like, these whoa. followers I have these companions who come and yeah. I just like you know I feel like sci-fi saw Jesus and was like we could do better. <laughs> no. Think I'm about it. Most things better. Yeah. Think about it. Doctor Who's fans. <laughs> Doctor Who fans. Uh, arguably, uh, just as impassioned as evangelical yeah. Christians. True. <laughs> we will scrub our broken base. We'll fight with itself for what is canon and not canon. <laughs> we have our own religion. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure people have said this before. It's just, oh, just yeah. a, like a comparison that's very. Well, yeah. Maybe that's like just angling to set himself up on a uh, L. Ron Hubbard gig after he retires. Oh, God. And then he could Write, ruin like, the Hoogelical books of <laughs> testimony. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was so mad because, <laughs> like... Fran, but... So, yeah. so Moffat... Uh, I like hoogelical. <laughs> that it's sounds true. like a dessert. Yeah, yeah, yeah it sounds like a delicious, yeah, delicious. A delicious condiment to put on toast. Mm. Jellical? As in jellical songs for jellical Hoog- cats? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I hate jellical cats. God, what? What? I hate cats. I just disagree. I was forced to watch that once. <laughs> it's upsetting. Uh, cats cats yeah. is how my Mormon friend figured out she was gay. <laughs> that one. Sorry. Um, just to, just so, to, I can read that into it. I, I can believe that. Was this a cat Also a furry? Yeah. Yeah, because if they were aroused by that, they need to examine two things. They were also wearing cat suits, Yanni. Yeah, they need to They are wearing two kinds of cat suits at the same time. I haven't actually seen cats. Oh, wait. I see what you did there. So, can we have this story with the names filed off, or do we want to... Huh? Oh, no, that's that's literally the extent of the story. That's how she figured out that... She, she was, was just like, ooh. She like she couldn't <laughs> deny it anymore. She was just like, damn. That is some nice pussy. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, uh, gosh. Oh, I was going to complain more about Stephen Moffat. Go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, Irene Adler, fantastic character in the original Conan Doyle. Like, okay, in in the uh, she's like now in the modern adaptation, she's always like a sexual interest, which but pisses me, me off. off. Right. Because like in the original, she's just like a stone cold badass who yeah. happens to be like a nemesis type character. That's right. Not she a, yeah. runs a circle around him and outwits him, yeah. and then is like, "Lol, I'm on a boat to Russia." But it's like it's not a sexual tension thing. Like no. he actually just respects her. Yeah, it's, which it's is interesting. weird no, for him because it's Conan Doyle. Yeah, Moffat. Moffat. He reads this, and this is what he said in the interview. And and it makes sense if you see what he did with Irene Adler and Sherlock. He made her into a lesbian dominatrix who was also in love with Sherlock. But, you know, whatever. Uh, 
<laughs> I don't think well, that Sherlock, Sherlock is allowed to do things that aren't like heavy sexual undertones. Yeah. I only watched the first season, but like the whole thing, it was oh, just yeah, five yeah. episodes of gay joke. Whole damn thing. There yeah. wasn't anything else. But did they actually fuck? No, no. Because that would have made it way better. <laughs> but but okay. the point is, he reads Look, this, he talks about he talks in, in the hot interview. Hot. It doesn't matter. He talks in the interview about reading uh, reading the the work with her in it and saying like, I understand why this woman is so impressive. Why is she his nemesis? And then it hit me because he's into her. That's why she's so dangerous to him. And I'm like, I think we should just put him in a like a sinkhole. That he can't climb out of, and don't tell anybody he's there. Because like, and like it was weird because like she does this incredibly impressive thing in the chapter, and one of them will go and get him free. Completely uses like runs a circle like her. Yeah, she literally like runs up to him in disguise, gets him like asks him, "Excuse me, sir, are you Sherlock Holmes?" And he's like, "Yes, why I am, street boy." (laughs) (laughs) And and then he like walks into his house, and she's like, "Thank you very much, sir," because she's like dressed up as a street rat because she's a badass, badass and he didn't recognize her. And then you know that night he figures out that she. is uh, the villain, but at that point she's like on a on a boat to Russia and leaves a note saying, "Aha! I was the street rat, Sherlock. <laughs> Screw you!" And and um, then he he says to Watson, "I shall always remember that woman." woman. Yes. And everybody interprets the that woman line as the only love Sherlock had, which is bullshit. Shit, yeah, it no, just it's, is it's the that only bitch. woman. Yeah, it's the only woman that was a person. To yeah, him. that's to my him. reading. Of yeah, Sherlock Holmes. like like people, and you have to. That's that's a big deal because like Sherlock Holmes like he fucking engage he gets himself engaged to a woman at one point yeah. to solve a crime which is a dick move <laughs> yeah let's just say yeah so even I mean, if it was like, a really bad crime that's still a dick move super <laughs> yeah so I, mean, I strongly like, re- I, I do not recommend any of our listeners to get engaged even for the purpose of solving crimes yeah <laughs> <laughs> do not intend to also get married <laughs> yeah and, and so like you know it's toned you know like it's. It's Sherlock Holmes. It's full of sexism. Blah 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 blah. But Irene Adler was actually like a really incredibly awesome character yeah. who like with like no caveats, right? Yeah. And and so like that Moffat read that chapter and was like, "This isn't impressive." Oh, she beat him because he's in love with her. Oh, yeah. and then like just had their whole inter- relationship on the screen. Um, he beats her because of her weak emotions for him. Like that's literally something that yeah. happens. The only oh, way that her he girl can be... weak girl brain fails yeah. her. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, emotions are a what is it? He says sentiment is a is a uh, yeah. condition of the weak. Something like that. Um, what an asshole. Well, yeah, he is an asshole. To be fair, yeah. Like, yeah. In that in that interpretation, he is a super asshole. Well, and yeah. and Holmes <laughs> is like usually just kind of like you know like not. He's usually not mean in the books. He's just kind of like, just dismissive. Well, yeah, he's yeah. like he's accidentally mean. Like it's yeah, not malicious, he, but it's not unmalicious. It's just like the way he just, is. Yeah, he just is a condescending guy. Yeah, that's just he's that's smarter just, than you, and he's not concerned if, if, if you realize that. Yeah. At yeah. a disadvantage. Has, have yeah. any of you? Oh, oh, perfect, perfect. Have any of you seen <laughs> Rush? Uh, like the band? No, the movie. <laughs> What, oh, remind no. me the racing movie set in the seventies. I've played the. Oh, that's the one where uh, Thor where Thor plays Heath Ledger playing a race car uh, driver. Yes. <laughs> okay. It was actually I have really, not seen it. It was actually it. a really good movie. Good, good, mm. good reviews. Karen and I went and saw it. And um, the there's there's these two drivers. One the Playboy British driver, and I'm not going to try to remember names. It's not important. I never remember names. And one this this like really like 
just just ratty little Austrian guy, <laughs> and who is like the son of a famous or, or someone of a very wealthy merchant, and buys his way onto a team, and he's he's brilliant. So he studied racing. He knows how to make the cars run faster, and that's how he wins. Um, and uh, but throughout the whole movie, like the the British guy is like they're rivals, they're real rivals, and they hate each other to an extent. But part of it is the British guy is like, you know. You should just try to be more likable. This guy will just say things like, "Well, clearly it's just because I'm I'm, I'm better than this guy. I'm faster than this guy." He had that very same. That's what that reminded me of. He has that very same attitude of like, he's not afraid to let you know that he's better than you, mm-hmm. and he just goes and says, "It's like, of course, because I'm better than you." You know, like that's the answer to a question for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, um, well, and pulling this full circle, that's kind of the reason that the doctor is yeah. such a douche, exactly, because. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the times, he is just, he's smarter. He, he knows yep. better. Yeah, and he doesn't have the time or the inclination to sugarcoat anything. Yeah. yeah. For, for your little baby self. Yeah. And I, I wonder what it is that, I, to ask you, I think, I think there's two, there's two things that draw us to that type of character. And I think that they are both sort of unpleasant and gender linked. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah. um, we all, um, boys of a certain age, Love to identify with Ender. <laughs> Boys of a certain age love to identify with the character who is justified because not only is he smarter and better than everyone else, but he can prove it. And he has no character arc. Sorry, I know. And everyone else told me. I know you guys told me. And everyone else doesn't. <laughs> ma- everyone else. Everyone else dislikes him because he's a jerk. But he'll show them all someday. They'll need him, and then who will be laughing? No. Right, yeah, but when in reality, like, God, you're just bother. a jerk who no one cares about. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and you'll yeah. But I think that unfortunately, there's a second character, and that is the the authority figure who's already always right, who is sort of the father figure. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually where the other one slots in. The older one who works that way, the one that you want someone who knows best and can take care of you, and the daddy. Yeah, the daddy. It's it's absolutely a daddy thing, and I think that's. That's the appeal of that, and you get a little bit of this, although he's a much warmer character with um, with Gibbs on NCIS. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I would have gone with um, Gideon before he left on uh, Criminal Minds. He was less of an asshole, but he was kind of going into that phase. Because Gibbs is always right. Yeah. Gibbs can be a dick. Um, Gibbs is does not put up with any bullshit from his kids, quote-unquote, uh... You know, and he's he's in, he's basically infallible. He's like the doctor, yeah. and it's it's a very different it's a different trope from the the straight asshole role uh, protagonist like House, which is yeah. does not have the paternal kind of thing. No, House, someone is, who House is, to be right. House is a type one. House is an it. Yeah, he's a yeah. he's a, yeah. yeah. Um, but but I think the difference is you would, that certain types of people identify with House. Yeah, as opposed to wanting to have a writing figure in your fan in, in your life. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it bothers me that I like that character so much. It bothers me that I like that father figure character so much, even though it's super shallow and very patriarchal. Do you know what I mean? Like it's but it doesn't have to be patriarchal because. I, I, please give me the example of a female that fills that role. No, I'm saying in concept it wouldn't have to be. Yeah, well, the um, pro- I mean that's a difference M between motherfucking M. Yeah, that's true. Yay. Yeah, yeah. Who is now played by Dame Judy Dench. Yeah, so that's no. my answer for you. Okay, you win. That, that's, a, that, that's a really good example. Other Although people we don't here saw Skyfall, didn't they? Her, no. no, I did not see Skyfall. I, 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 I won't spoil it. 
well then maybe it's not GBH anymore. Plus all our followers. They might not have seen it. Huh? Yeah. All our followers. Follows, yeah. I have fans now, and I need to protect them from your spoilers. You have literally yeah. Yeah. Fans. I'm not so <laughs> worried about hurts. spoiling a movie that came out like a year ago. Yeah. There's or a statute of limitations the on They drew me a picture. Movies. I won't spoil it for you three. The narrator <laughs> is James Bond and Tyler Durden at the same time. All right. <laughs> and James Bond dies, Darth and then Vader's Judy Dench takes over as James Bond. There you so go. There you go. How awesome is that? Every James Bond uh, movie. I, would I think she's a little death. old. She's a little dead. She's a little old, but to do what James Bond is doing, but not necessarily to do something else. Yeah. Like she would make a great like cloned, legit spy. But yeah, clone M. That's right. It would be a younger clone, and so she would be about twenty because of the technology. But Judy Dench isn't as awesome if she's only twenty. Or she doesn't like to Brazil and get plastic surgery until she's like twenty. Because like a twenty-year-old <laughs> the Judy Dench is like Brazil? James Bond. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it has something to do yeah. with the. Uh, I guess the you're right. Ducks. <laughs> the wedding ducks. Have you seen the movie Brazil? Oh, Brazil, mm-hmm. Brazil. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. that yeah. Brazil. That, that I thought you meant like people actually do go to Brazil for plastic surgery. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no women don't get to be dicks. And oh no, no. we get to be bitches. We get to that's be bitches. All. Yeah, and that's and that's good. not as cool. No, no. You know what though? I think that there's a snarky, smart, whether it's uh-huh. a Daria type person or like there is a character that it you don't mm-hmm. see it as much, but I think that's. I sort of. We can be cool if we're sassy. Yeah. But there's yeah. kind of an appropriate uh, appropriativeness of you know certain groups. Yeah. Of like you, 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 Ooh, if you're, you're frisky. If you, yeah. Like there's the, you can't be too much of a jerk. You can't. You, you God forbid you're not pretty. Etc. 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 Conventionally. So, conventionally pretty. Beauty two oh. K compliant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what they called it. Mm. <laughs> It's not as Are, as are cool. you familiar with the Ranny? Yeah. Because I, I, I kind of feel like she might be an example of that. She's not a bitch. She's just a... She's actually way more evil than the Master is. Oh, yeah. Um, like, the, the episode I remember the most was she was going in, like, in, like, medieval Earth harvesting people's brains to create a mind control drug uh, that you could use on, she could use on they anybody. They weren't using the brains back then anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's basically what she said. Uh, there you go. Like, it was, she was totally just being evil and getting away with it because she knew the doctor and knew that he would underestimate her, which he did for like five episodes until finally he was smartened up in the sixth one. Yeah. Um, as he is wont to do. Yeah. That's that's a treat. <laughs> but I, you figure somebody who's been around the block, you know, metaphorically man, and physically. It's been five pounds of this. <laughs> Better wise up soon. <laughs> Trick me three or more times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> moderately related. One I, I would, you can't get full again. Characters uh, matching these these descriptions don't exist. I will say that people react to them differently. Um, not as strongly. Um, and I'm not saying individuals don't, because you know I might really, really love a character. I'm just saying on yeah. on average, you have a less. Yeah, and I, honestly, the thing that the thing that really sort of blo- like makes me wonder is how much of that is socialized and how much of that is unfortunately part of the human psyche. I think it's probably a lot of it is going to be. Well, it depends on which kind of character type we're talking yeah. about, right? Um. So, um. 
there are, you know, we can talk about universal archetypes and stuff like that. Um, but just because, um, I think having, uh, there's a difference between, um, having a, a, things be equally, seem equally, like, correct to our psyches, and having things invoke, like, rage in viewers. Like, if you want to, um, <laughs> the weirdest thing, one of the reasons I actually never got into the rest of the Breaking Bad fandom was because of oh, the reaction to Skylar. Yeah. Yeah. Which is incredibly vicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and deeply, often openly sexist in certain <laughs> certain forms. Yeah, no, no. She she actually came out and she and wrote she, an article about it, like yeah. I don't know why people hate me. I mean, I, yeah. I understand why, but it's wrong. Yeah, like, I mean, like like, like she understands the actress. That, yeah, no, people have sent her death threats. Um, yeah. I know that. I didn't know she she came and talked about yeah, it. She talked yeah. about it. Yeah, there's an article that she. Uh, we'll see if I can find it. Yeah, and it. I, I, I feel like I may have seen that. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. But it's yeah, it's or the new Disney movie that's coming out, the uh, the Frozen, which is supposed to be, it, which was it's a traditional Russian story. That's a it's a oh, hero's journey with largely I think it's Disney Pixar. It's one of those things. With it's Disney. It's Disney. Uh, it's a hero's journey story with all fe- with almost all female roles, and they've gutted it. And what? stuck a bunch of male characters in because <sighs> females have so many emotions mm. and they're hard to they're animate. They're hard to animate because and of then, all their emotions. And and then there there was like, are someone, you shitting me? Yep. Do they actually? They actually that's that. what they said. Yeah. And so yeah. someone took a it's picture to, of like it's hard to you have to you know, what they said was you have to make you have, all females have to be attractive and therefore it's hard to get them to read differently when they're having emotions mm-hmm. on screen. It takes a lot more work to animate them. Because their faces end up being identical. Yep, all. <laughs> yeah, because there's only one kind of like pretty, like we all know. <laughs> yep, and Disney's never been known for its complex art style. Pocahontas had a different face. Yeah, Pocahontas didn't have she a did. nose. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Poor she girl. Like she like a how did she I smell? I know. I wonder. I'm like, Terrible. That's <laughs> 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 just because her culture hadn't invented deodorant yet. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Europeans were the stinkier yeah. ones there with their uh, ships and their oh, close quarters. I didn't say they didn't. <laughs> Everybody smelled back then. Except maybe the French. I can't. French just um, smelled like nice things over piss. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what? Ink can smell nice. Oh, yeah. 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 There you go. They waved. Yeah. 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 They smell like blood. They probably chocolate. picked that up from the aliens. <laughs> no. Probably. Probably did. Yeah. I feel like that should be like after they're Targaryens, it should be blood and chocolate. After one fire. Yeah. Fire and blood, sorry. <laughs> I, I'm a train of thought. It does not have to do with this conversation. That would blood. smell really yummy. Yeah, like a steak and chocolate would, together. Was the thing. You know That's they a, put chocolate sauce on steaks, so like yeah. not a sweet chocolate sauce. Well, no, mole like sauce is chocolate-based. Yeah. Right? So it's, it's, it's cocoa-based, yeah. Right. I, good mole sauce. I had uh, washakan mole from uh, when I was in Mexican City. Oh my god, that was so delicious. Yeah. I had this giant thing to it. It was just like, like I got the sampler, and they put like all sorts of different meat in all sorts of different... Oh my god. Good molly sauce. Stop it. <laughs> no, I'm hungry too now. It's for me. Don't make me hungry. Don't drag <laughs> me down. All right. Like, but anyway, any more Doctor Who thoughts before we close up shop? We're already getting on 50 minutes here. Um, I'm not going to go into detail about River Song because other people have expressed not wanting it spoiled. Just that fuck you, Moffat. You could have made that even cooler. And she's an awesome actress. 
So she did well with what she had, but damn. Fucking Moffat. <laughs> yes. I would think that's a great place to cut that. <laughs> you fucking Moffat. That's exactly where you should <laughs> yep, cut that. I'm gonna cut that, yeah. This podcast is fully copyrighted by its hosts. Visit us at podcastmagicmissile.com. I Podcast Magic Missile, attacking the darkness since 2012.